Welcome to Zikru Daf Simani Member by Ram Goldar and Therim Zekas Kedushin Daf Samach Test. The end of the third parak of Omer and the beginning of the fourth parak and the final parak in Seder Nashim Asar Yuxin. This Daf has been sponsored as a schus for all the men, women, and children in Eretz Yisrael who have been taken hostage that they be quickly freed and for all those injured in the attacks that they should have a refuah shleima. So the three types are going to focus on number one. The next mission, Rabbi Tarfun says, Yachoin Mamzerin Litaher. Mamzerin can be purified, meaning that their descendants will not be Mamzerim. The Mamzer marries a Shifcha, whose child is a slave, and doesn't carry the lineage of Mamzeris. Once that slave is freed, his status is like a regular convert. Rabbi Eliezer disagrees. Mamzer. This child is a slave who is also a Mamzer. The Mamzer Rabbi Tarpon permits a Mamzer to marry a slave woman, or merely informs us of the status of their offspring, although their union is forbidden. A proof is brought from Rabbi Simulai, who told his landlord, a Mamzer, that if he had had the chance, he would have purified his children using Rabbi Tarfan's method. Since he could not have meant to be sold as an Evid Ivri, who was permitted to a Shivcha, because the law was no longer operative at that time, this proves that he holds that a Mamzer may marry a Shivcha. Point number two, the fourth parak begins, Asar Yuchsim Aluma Babel. Ten categories of Yuchus ascended from Babel to Eretz Yisrael. Number one, Kohanim. Two, Levim. Three, Israelim. Four, Chalolim, which are disqualified Kohanim. Five, Gerim. Six, Freed Slaves. Seven, Mamzerim. Eight, Nesinim. Nine, Shetukim. And ten, Asufim. The last two are defined by the Mishnah as different cases of questionable lineage. The Gemara explains that the word Alu, ascended, was used to allude to a Bryce which states, Shabesa Migdish Gavoah Mikol Eretz Yisrael. The base of Migdish is higher than all of Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael Gavoah Mikol Aratzos. And Eretz Yisrael is higher than all of their lands. The Mishnah says they ascended from Babel instead of Teretz Yisrael, which supports Rabbi Lazar's statement. While well, Ola Ezra Mababel, Ezra did not ascend from Babel until he made it like fine sifted flour by removing the families with compromised yichus and then went up. Abai says, Alu The Mishnah teaches they went up, meaning on their own. But Rabbi says, The Mishnah teaches he brought them up, meaning against their will. The Malchokas is analyzed. And point with three, Yossi said, Gadol Chazaka, the reliability of Chazaka is great, as evidence from the time of Nehemiah. Three families of Kahanim were unable to produce proof that they were not Chalalim and fit for a vote in the base of Migdash, so they were dismissed from performing the Avoda, and Nehemiah told them that they may not eat Kodshim until a Kohen arises to the Urim Mutumi, meaning until Mashiach. By only prohibiting Kadshim, we infer that he said, You remain with your prior status, just as they ate Truma in exile as Kohanim. They may continue to do so despite their questionable lineage. The Gemara asks that according to the opinion that eating Truma is accepted as proof for full Yichus status of Kohuna, why did Nehemiah allow them to continue eating Truma, since it risks their being allowed to marry Kohanim, and they may be Chalalim? It answers that the concern does not apply to this group, because their status was publicly known as weakened. Still, their chazak enabled extending their permit to begin eating biblical truma, which they had not had in exile. An alternate interpretation is given. So once again, the three points are number one. In the next Mishnah, Rabbi Tarfun says, Mamzerin can be purified, meaning that their descendants will not be Mamzerin. The Mamzer marries a Shifcha, whose child is a slave, and doesn't carry the lineage of Mamzeris. Once that slave is freed, his status is like a regular convert. Rabbi Eliezer disagrees. Mamzer. This child is a slave who is also a Mamzer. The Mamzer asks Rabbi Tarpon permits a Mamzer to marry a slave woman, or merely informs us of the status of their offspring, although their union is forbidden. A proof is brought from Rabbi Simulai, who told his landlord, a Mamzer, that if he had had the chance, he would have purified his children using Rabbi Tarfan's method. Since he could not have meant to be sold as an Evid Ivri, who was permitted to a Shivcha, because the law was no longer operative at that time, this proves that he holds that a Mamzer may marry a Shivcha. Point number two, the fourth parak begins, Asar Yuchsim Aluma Babel. Ten categories of Yuchus ascended from Babel to Eretz Yisrael. 
Number one, Kohanim. Two, Levim. Three, Israelim. Four, Chalolim, which are disqualified Kohanim. Five, Gerim. Six, Freed Slaves. Seven, Mamzerim. Eight, Nasinim. Nine, Shetukim. And ten, Asufim. The last two are defined by the Mishnah as different cases of questionable lineage. The Gemara explains that the word Alu, ascended, was used to allude to a Bryce which states, Shabesa Migdish Gavoa Mikol Eretz Yisrael. The base of Migdish is higher than all of Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael Gavoa Mikol Aratzos. And Eretz Yisrael is higher than all of their lands. The Mishnah says they ascended from Bavo instead of to Eretz Yisrael, which supports Rabbi Lazar's statement. While Ola Ezra Mababa, Ezra did not ascend from Babel, until he made it like fine sifted flour by removing the families with compromised yichus and then went up. Abai says, Alu The Mishnah teaches they went up, meaning on their own. But Rabbi says, The Mishnah teaches he brought them up, meaning against their will. The Malchokas is analyzed. And pointing with Rabbi Yossi said, Gadol Chazaka, the reliability of a Chazaka is great, as evidence from the time of Nehemiah. Three families of Kahnim were unable to produce proof that they were not Chalalim and fit for a vote in the base of Migdash, so they were dismissed from performing the Avoda, and Nehemiah told them that they may not eat Kodshim until a Kohen arises to the Urim Vutumi, meaning until Mashiach. By only prohibiting Kadshim, we infer that he said, You remain with your prior status, just as they ate Truman in exile as Kohanim. They may continue to do so despite their questionable lineage. The Gemara asks that according to the opinion that eating Truma is accepted as proof for full Yichu's status of Kohuna, why did Nehemiah allow them to continue eating Truma, since it risked their being allowed to marry Kohanim and they may be Chalalim? It answers that the concern does not apply to this group, because their status was publicly known as weakened. Still, their chazak enabled extending their permit to begin eating biblical truma, which they had not had in exile. An alternate interpretation is given. All right, so now we go to Simadav Samachtes, and this one was suggested to us by Mordechai Golombek from Pasek, New Jersey. He suggested that Samachtes is soot, and we often use a chimney sweep. So here goes. The men from Yichu's chimney sweep services, who just finished cleaning the chimney of a mamzer, happily married to a shevcha, heavily advertised on the road where ten different categories of Yichus were ascending from Gaulus, and where families with questionable lineage who maintain their chazak at the Itruma would picnic. Once again, it's a motion. The men from Yichu's chimney sweep services, chimney sweep, that must more off samachtes, sut. The men from Yichu's chimney sweep services, who just finished cleaning the chimney of a mamzer, happily married to a shevcha, which reminds us, in the next mission, Rabbi Tarfan says, Mamzerim can be purified, meaning that their descendants will not be mamzerim. The mamzer marries a shevcha, whose child is a slave, and doesn't carry the lineage of mamzeris. Once that slave is freed, his status is like a regular ger. Rabbi disagrees. Hari Ze'evet Mamzer. This child is a slave who is also a Mamzer. So the men from Yichu's chimney sweep services, who just finished cleaning the chimney of a Mamzer happily married to a Shevcha, heavily advertised on the road where ten different categories of Yichus were ascending from Gaulus, which reminds us, the fourth parak begins, Asar Yuchasim Aul Ten categories of Yichus ascended from Babel to Eretz Yisrael. The more explains that the word alut, ascended, was used to allude to a price which states, Shabesa Migdash Gavol Mikol Eretz Yisrael, that the base of Migdash is higher than all of Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael Gavol Mikol Aratzos, and Eretz Yisrael is higher than all their lands. So the men from Yichu's chimney sweep services, who just finished cleaning the chimney of Amamzer, happily married to a Shevcha, heavily advertised on the road where ten different categories of Yichus were ascending from Gaulus, and where families with questionable lineage who maintain their Chazak Truma 
Lakewood picnic, which reminds us, Rabbi Yossi said, Gadol Chazaka. The reliability of Chazaka is great, as evidence from the time of Nehemiah, three families of Ghanim were unable to produce proof that they were not Chalalim and fit for a vote in the base of Migdash. So they were dismissed from performing a vote, and Nehemiah told them that they may not eat Kachim until a Kona rises to the Urim Batumim, meaning until Mashiach. By only prohibiting Kachim, we infer that he said, Haritem Bechazkaskem. You remain with your prior status, just as they ate Truma and Galas as Kohanim, they may continue to do so despite their questionable Yichos. There wasn't a concern that this might end up leading to the Marin Kohanim because their status was publicly known as weakened. So once again, the men from Yichos Chimney Sweep Services, who just finished cleaning the chimney of a mamzer, happily married to a shevcha, heavily advertised on the road where ten different categories of Yichos were ascending from Galas, and were families with questionable lineage who maintained their chazaka to eat Truma with picnic. All right, so now it's time for four blabach chazara. Daf so the similar Daf is se sheep, and we often use a shepherd. So here goes the shepherd. Shepherd that must mean more in Daf Samachay se sheep. The shepherd who was miserable when the shepherdess whom he said he had married said that he had not, and he became prohibited to her relatives. Which reminds us, the next mission states that if one says to a woman, "I married you," and she says, "You did not marry me," who he's forbidden to her relatives. But she is permitted to his relatives, although he's not believed insofar as her prohibition to his relatives is concerned, nor for her to require a get. He is believed to prohibit her relatives to himself through the principle of shavya nafshei de asura. He made it a forbidden peace to himself meaning a person's belief when declaring something forbidden to himself. So the shepherd who was miserable when the shepherdess whom he said he had married said that he had not, and he became prohibited to her relatives, and then was told his attempt to marry another woman with one witness didn't work. Which reminds us, says, One who marries with a single witness were not concerned for his Kedushan, and she's permitted to marry someone else. Shmuel added that this is so, even if they both admit that they married in his presence, because the single witness is insufficient, not only for his testimony, but for the Kedushan itself to take effect. So the shepherd who was miserable when the shepherdess whom he said he had married said that he had not, he became prohibited to her relatives, and then was told his attempt to marry another woman with one witness didn't work. Was well, when one witness accused him of eating chayla, of requiring him to bring one of his sheep as a chatos, which reminds us, Abai said, If a single witness tells someone you inadvertently ate forbidden fats, and that person was silent, and the witness is believed, and the person must bring a carbon chatos. So the similar Dav Samach Vav relates to sewing, and we use a tailor. So here goes. The blind tailor, tailor, that must mean we're on Dav Samach Vav, sewing. The blind tailor who didn't react when a single witness told him his wife committed adultery, which reminds us, the Gemara brings the following question, If a single witness tells a man that his wife committed adultery, and the husband is silent, does she become prohibited to her husband? Abai says, he's believed, and she's prohibited to him. And Rava says, he's not believed. It's a matter concerning erva. And a matter concerning erva cannot be established by fewer than two witnesses. Abai seeks support for its position from an incident involving a blind man. So the blind tailor who didn't react when a single witness told him his wife committed adultery, couldn't see the king outside at a feast wearing the seats, who was getting angry at some sages, which reminds us, the Gemara brings the story of Yanai HaMelech at the Suda celebrating a conquest and the story of the seats which led to the killing of the Chachamim. So the blind tailor who didn't react when a single witness told him his wife committed adultery, couldn't see the king outside at a feast wearing the seats who was getting angry at some sages, and didn't know if he was Tami or Tower when he was informed the mikvah he was Tovalin was found to be deficient and had less 
than Forty Saw, which reminds us, Abraisa discusses a mikveh used under presumption that it contained Forty Saw and was later found deficient. Rabbi Tarvin ruled all the taros previously prepared based on this mikveh to be taller by assuming it was full until found deficient. And Rabbi Kiva ruled them tamid. Rabbi Tarvin explained mikveh zebechezkeshalm who omid. This mikveh was presumed to be full and should not be ruled deficient earlier out of doubt. Rabbi Kiva responded that the people or kalim, which were tovel in this mikveh, were previously tamid and should not be ruled tower out of doubt. Rabbi Tarfan continued that it's analogous to a comb performing a vote who was discovered to be a son of a divorcee or a chalutza rendering him a chalel and unfit for a vote that has previously performed a vote is valid. Rabbi Kiva responded that it's analogous to a comb discovered to be a balmum whose previous vote is invalid. Daf Samach Zayn. So this is Daf Samach Zayn is a sizzling barbecue. So here goes. At the Noyer Yechus sizzling barbecue, sizzling barbecue, that must be on Daf Samach Zayn. At the New Year Yichus sizzling barbecue, a son from an effective Kedushan lined up behind his father, which reminds us, the Mishnah on the previous daf taught, Anywhere there's an effective Kedushan and there's no transgression in the marriage, the offspring follows the lineage of the male, meaning a Kohen, Levi, or Yisrael. Where the marriage is prohibited, the offspring follows the blemish parent, such as a mamzer. So, at the No Yechus sizzling barbecue, a son from an effective Kedushan lined up behind his father, watched a boy enter the park behind his father who was an Amoni Ger, while his sister walked behind her mother, who was a Mitzri convert, which reminds us, Rabbi Kodah Rabbi Yochanan, but Umos Halich Achra with Gentile nations, follow the male regarding the offspring. Nizgaru Halich Achra if they converted, follow the blemish one from the two of them. This second statement is explained. A male Amoni Ger who married a female Mitzri Gyoris, if their child is male, then you cast him after his father because for a male, the Amoni parent is a greater blemish because the prohibition to regular Jews remains indefinitely. But if the child is a female, you cast her after her mother because for a female, the Egyptian parent is a greater blemish because a female Amoni is permitted to regular Jews. So at the Know Your Yechus Sizzling Barbecue, a son from an effective Kedushan lined up behind his father, watched a boy enter the park behind his father who was an Amoni Ger, while his sister walked behind her mother who was a Mitzri convert. While all the Arias with Akaris liability sat together with an Akhuzisha, since their Kedushan is not effective, which reminds us, the more brings the source that Kedushan is ineffective for prohibitions with Akaris liability, and that all Arias that have Akaris liability are derived from an Akhuzisha. Daf Samaches, so the Simmer Daf Samaches relates to Schach, and we use a Sukkah. So here goes. The man in a Sukkah, Sukkah, that must be Daf Samaches, Schach. The man in a Sukkah with the hanging diamond decorations, having an awkward meal with his two wives, one beloved. And one hated, which reminds us, the more discusses what is the case of if a man has two wives, one beloved and one hated, and if this pasuk indicates that Kedushan is tofes with chayve loving. So the man in a sukkah with the hanging diamond decorations, having an awkward meal with his two wives, one beloved and one hated, while Hashivcha stood outside with a donkey, which reminds us, the Mishan Daf Samach Vav, I'm a base talk, Kedushan is ineffective for a Shivcha or for a female Gentile, and their children share their status. Rav Huna provides a source that Kedushan is ineffective for a Shivcha. Avram said, Stay here yourselves with the donkey, with the extraneous mention the donkey teaching that Eliezer and Nebuchadnezzar is Am Hadomo a nation legally similar to a donkey, which cannot have Kedushan. So the man in a sukkah with the hanging diamond decorations having an awkward meal with his two wives, one beloved and one hated, while Hashivcha stood outside with a donkey, told his intermarried son that his grandson is a Nachri and not Chayev in mitzvot, which reminds the Gemara says we learn from the Pasuk Vosit Chatembam, you shall not become married with them, that Kedushan is ineffective with a Gentile. Rabbi Yochanan quotes a drusha that the child of a female Gentile 
is a Gentile. The Pasuk says, Ki yasir's For he will turn your son away from me, which teaches, Bincha, Habam Yisraeli, Skrui Bincha. Your son, meaning your grandson, who comes from a Jewess, is called your son, meaning a Jew. But your son who comes from a female idolater is not called your son, but her son, meaning an idolater. All right, so now it's time to conclude with our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which Dr. Machokas of Mamzerim can purify their descendants by marrying a Shifcha? That's on Duff. Samachtas. Good number two, which Duff do you discuss what is the case in the Pasuk of if a man has two wives, one beloved and one hated? That's on Duff. Samachtas. Good number three, which Duff Machokas about the mikvah which is found deficient and whether we learn from a Balmum or Chalal? That's on Duff. Good number four, which stuff do we have a is whether one marrying a woman on condition he speaks on her behalf to the ruler is effective? That's on Duff. Good number five, which stuff do we discuss 10 categories of Yuxin that came up from Bavel? That's on Duff. Good number six, which stuff do we have the challenge to Yanahimach's Yuchus and his murderous reaction? That's on Duff. Good number seven, which stuff do you want a father's belief to say he married off his katana daughter and accepted her get? That's on Duff. Good number eight. Which stuff do you want about when Nachim convert and marry one another? The Yichus goes after the one who's blemished. That's on Duff. Good number nine. Which stuff do you want about the power of Chazaka and the story of the families of Kohanim who are known to have weak Yichus status? Bukhari Truma. That's on Duff. Good number 10. Which stuff when a man is presumed to have brothers is believed to say that he does not to exempt his wife from Yibum for Rebbe holds the logic of Mali Lashakir is as compelling as witnesses. That's on Dov. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is everybody. Ram Goldhart from Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.